spirit-led. If I may ask, don't you find it curious how we live? The questions we ask, the confusion we have to exist within, the uncertainty of our tomorrows. How, how is it that we identify the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, yet live guessing about what's going to happen? One of the great blessings that was offered to us when we received Christ was our, as our Savior was his abiding presence, the promise that no matter what happens, God is with us. The Bible says that the Lord said to his disciples when he had risen from the dead that, Lo, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world or end of the age. Jesus gave his disciples an emphatic promise, one that they could count on and stake a claim to. Yet, Peter was persecuted and hung upside down at his request. Paul was beheaded. Andrew went to what is now Soviet Russia and preached where he was crucified. Thomas is said to have preached in India and was pierced through with the spears of four soldiers. Philip preached in Carthage of North Africa and then in Asia Minor where he converted the wife of a Roman proconsul and in retaliation the proconsul had Philip arrested and cruelly put to death. Matthew ministered in Persia and Ethiopia. Some say he was martyred and others say he was stabbed to death. James was stoned and clubbed to death. Bartholomew died a martyr for the gospel. Matthias, the replacement of Judas, was supposedly burned to death. John was exiled to the Isle of Patmos and the only one who died of old age. But even in that, y'all, he was placed in boiling oil in Rome and escaped. But you might say, what is the point of all of this information? What what is the point of this grievous information? And the answer would be that even though they died horrible deaths in some dark places, Jesus was always with them. The circumstances of their death did not represent the sum of their life. They may have died like criminals, but they lived changing the world for Jesus Christ. But the question is how? How were they able to do it and die so horribly? The answer is the Holy Spirit. They lived and died under the power and unction of the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 20, after the risen Lord had, after he had come back from the dead, y'all, there's this account of the disciples being shut up in a room for fear of the Jews. Jesus operating as some magician mystically appears behind closed doors and stands in their midst. He says, peace be with you. After that, he shows them his hands so that they would have no doubts as to who he was and Right at that moment, celebration broke out. Celebration broke out. Everybody was so excited to see Jesus, excited to see Jesus. But after the celebration, Jesus repeats what he said earlier, but with an addendum or an addition. He says in verse 21, peace to you. As the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. In that moment, whatever they had to face, experience, or endure was sanctioned and covered by the fact that Christ had sent them into the world. There would be some good days and some not so good days. But at any rate, and in any case, these men had been given the gift of the Holy Spirit from the one who called them to a life of ministry. In Acts chapter 2, what Christ had put in them was acclimated and initiated. It was the day of Pentecost and they were all with one accord and in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Out of that experience there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one set upon each of them. 
And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. From that day forward, the men who were shut up in a room, afraid of the Jews, were endowed with power to take the world by storm for Jesus. When the text says they spoke with other tongues, God touched each one of them with the language necessary to minister to the world. Each group of people that day heard the gospel in their own language and dialect. But why? But why did it happen? Here it is. Christ had sent them in the name of the Father in John chapter 20. In Acts chapter 2, the Father endorsed what Jesus the Christ had sent and charged them to do. Their lives would forever be changed because of the guiding voice of the Holy Spirit. Time and time again, you hear in the scripture places where the disciples said, the Spirit led me here, the Spirit led me there. He told me, he told me to say this and he told me to say that in this place at this time or at that time. There is this never ending abiding presence that keeps them secure and confident as they made their way from one destination to another. They were never without God's direction or God's presence. Now here is the beautiful thing about what I just shared. When you and I received Christ as our Savior, we share in that same legacy. We share in that same security and confidence. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14 says, In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. When we heard the truth of God's word about Jesus Christ, when we believed and and obtained our salvation, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. God wrote his name on us and in us so that no matter where we are at any time, we belong to him. And because we belong to him, the Holy Spirit is our guarantee of an inheritance on this side of time until God can redeem us on the other side of time. Our birthright, our life, our ministry, our sustenance, and our livelihood are attached to what God promised when we said yes to Jesus Christ. And it is found in the Holy Spirit. He will lead us into all manner of truth. So when we have to live in the confusion and uncertainty of this present life, know that there is a voice deep down inside who will guide you through it all. And even if life takes you and I to some very dark places, the Holy Spirit will still light the way. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church, Indian Trail, Marchville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.